Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The house where death lived. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. lawyer and Nussbaum a writer of children's books. They were upper middle class people. After intense negotiations, Steinberg agreed to talk to Inside Edition. He is a man on the edge. A jury believed he inflicted savage wounds on Lisa the last night of her life. But Steinberg denies even being with Lisa when she was hurt. Well, the simple fact is that you, you say you don't know how she got hurt. No, I know. This is going to check off a lot of boxes. Ooh. You're going to get a historic place. Ooh. You're going to get a haunting. Ooh. And you're going to get true crime. Oh, yeah. All those things. I feel like, you know, we, because the name is Ghost Town, so Mm -hmm. I think some people think like, all the stories are about ghosts, even though mm-hmm. Ghost Town, by definition, has nothing to do with ghosts. Yeah, people and, have a hard time with this. Yeah, and even though it's pretty well explained. But in fairness, I feel like we, you know, do cover ghost-based things. Yeah. But we haven't as much. We are, again, lately. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do something that, uh, you know, gave people some, like, haunted stuff. Yeah, you you got to get the people their fix. Yeah, they got to get their fix. But yeah. I, But I found... A little bit more. Hmm. Yeah. So I got a little more than I bargained for. And we're going to talk about New York City, right? We're going to go back to New York City. Wow. (laughs) Did you say, what's that? (laughs) It's not a funny bit when I'm like, what's that? Where people are like, I love the show Seinfeld. I'm like, like, never heard of it. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So we're going to go to New York City, Greenwich Village. You can't afford it. I can't afford it. It's, you know, you're too I never cool. Could. It's not. It's not. You're not cool never enough could. for it. No. You're not. You know what I mean? Exactly. And we've we did a little New York City when we talked about the Tompkins Square Park riots, and we've yeah. talked about New York City a we bunch. We go of, to New York a fair amount because so, it is very old and very fun. Yeah. And very spooky and very cool. Ooh, and that's the most cool important guys. thing. If, yeah. As long as it's cool, this is and Googleable. We'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we can look you up very quickly, if we can find you on a, a ranking list. <laughs> that we can steal and use in this podcast. Mm. Oh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll take uh, you up on that challenge. I went, this, this one kind of sent me down a couple of you know, rabbit holes though. Mm. This one, this one, this one definitely got to me. This one is the house of death. What? Interested? Me? Continue. No. House and death. No. Yeah. And everything in between. <laughs> oh God, I don't care for it. What about 
duplex of death. Oh, okay. That's sensible. Brownstone condo. <laughs> yeah. Part-time timeshare condo of death. Yeah. 55 and up exactly. condominiums. Condom- yeah. Uh, Old uh, person's home ability. Of death. Of death. Of death. <laughs> exactly. So the house of death, which I want, I was just in New York and I was like, I wish I went there. But I know I love plaques. I love mm. a historical plaque. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I've seen this plaque before because I looked and I found the plaque, but the house of death address, if you want to go check it out, it's 14 West, 14 West 10th Street in Greenwich mm-hmm. Village. Ooh. The village, baby. Yeah. You know, it's like counterculture. Grab a slice in the East Village. Yeah. Rhythm of the city. Yeah. Ooh, oh, cool. Yeah. It was built in the 1850s in the kind of the area of Washington Square Park, kind of near there, before got its infamous name, the Brownstone. Mm-hmm. It is a brownstone. Wow. It was members of New York's elite, including Mr. James Borman Johnson, Ooh. whose husband was a founding member of the Metropolitan Underground Railroad and mm. the Broadway Underground Railroad. So, Whoa. Wait, is this a gay couple? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, mi- no, Mrs. Mrs. James, oh, Mrs. Okay. Mrs. James. This is we're talking like the 1800s. Yeah, I mean, don't don't get progressive. No yeah, funny business. Yeah, Brownstone, no. You know, and then there was this other rando dude who lived there in 900 in 1900. Mark Twain. Mm. Oh. Never heard of. Him. Yeah, <laughs> I only know Samuel Clemens. Yeah, they're the same person. Did you not the whole time? The you're like, what? You're like some of my favorites. Sammy Clemens. <laughs> Marky Mark Twain, <laughs> two of my faves, same Zach. person. In fact, the plaque there what? is was what it's indicating mm-hmm. that he lived there. Hmm. So pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, some say he never left. Bad roommate. Though. Yeah, no. Bad. <laughs> like, fill the Brita. Okay? Yeah, it's God, like, what are we doing here? Oh uh, yeah, it, it doesn't include utilities. Oh, you think want? it includes internet? Can you keep it down? Yeah. Anyway. And then they were like, come on, Samuel. He's like, I'm not Samuel. And he's like, fine. <laughs> Mark, Mark Twain. Well, I don't know who Mark Twain Jesus. is. So he always kind of mm. kind of skidded under because he always claimed that people call him the wrong name. So oh. that mm. worked out for him. Well, interesting. So, but he he lived there for a little over a year, but mm-hmm. uh, some say he never left. Who says uh, that? People. Oh. <laughs> people who see ghosts. I trust him. Yeah, people who see ghosts. <laughs> uh, they said there was... <laughs> what. <laughs> Did you hear that door just shut? You guys, I don't know if you heard that, but my bathroom door shut. Mark Twain is here. Yeah. And he is not happy. He's like, well, Samuel Clemens isn't. (laughs) This place is home. Yeah. So that's our Southern accents for the remainder of this. I guess so. That's pretty much it. It's a long day's journey tonight over here. Whoa. But in the 1930s, a mother and daughter claimed to have announced, encountered the author sitting near a window where he stated, and I quote, a famous ghost. Oh God. Should I do an accent? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Are you sure? It's going to be bad. Oh my God, do it. My name is Clemens (laughs) and I has a problem here and I got to settle. He disappeared moments (laughs) later. (laughs) One more time. One more time. Just one more time. My name is Clemens, and I has a problem here. I gotta settle. <laughs> I has a, you didn't, one of the most important American authors didn't know the right verb agreement? I mean, that was. Do one more time. <laughs> one more. This is the third one. Because the third one summons him. Yeah, know, even though he's already in your he's bathroom. in my bathroom. Now, my name is Clemens. And I has a problem here. I got to settle. He disappeared <laughs> moments later in Seersucker. I'm assuming. I just added <laughs> yeah. that part. I thought he was all in white. We have white. I mean, like see, yeah, a little cane, mustache, linen, like summer New York linens. He, he looked. Nintendo. He looked like whatever the KFC. Yeah, like, he looks like the KFC Colonel guy. Sanders, we yeah. all know that. Yeah, that's more important. And so they're like, "Damn." Yeah. Well, that was that. 
<laughs> As the demand for housing grew in NYC, many brownstones were converted to multifamully apartments. Mm-hmm. Gotta get those people in. Yeah, you gotta. Gotta get that Time money. change in. You can't Listen, there's a lot of alone. people moving. There's all, you know what I mean? Like New York mm-hmm. City is a lot of people living there. Oh, yeah. Melting pot. Absolutely. Ellis Island's down the street. Ellis Island exists yeah. in New York City. It does. Correct. And it was transformed into a single family home into 10 apartments in 1937. Each one as haunted as we promise you. All of these are equally haunted. They are all as haunted as the last. You will not get less of a haunting or more of a haunting than your neighbors. I'm only guaranteeing three. <laughs> According to New York Post, mm-hmm. actress Jan Brian Bartell and her husband moved into the top floor apartment, mm-hmm. which was one time a servant's quarters, okay. and almost immediately began feeling a presence she described as a monstrous moving shadow. Whoa. She documented. Like, she's like, I know moving shadows, and they are generally like, okay, I'm pretty adjusted yeah, to them. What's up, what's up? This one was monstrous. Was monstrous. Now, coincidentally, she documented her struggle with the paranormal in her book. Of course. Spindrift. Spray from a soda. uh, Me too. I was just going to (laughs) say. It's, uh, I mean, I, and and Spindrift, if you are out there, we want your soda. I won't call it Spendthrift. No. Spindrift. I love the Spindrift. Spindrift spray from a psychic sea, which is a cool name. Yeah, but also it's a lot of S's and P's. It's a lot of yeah. Like, I don't know. It sounds very, yeah, it sounds very, you know, kind of coastal. Yeah. If if anything. She completed that in 1974. Mm-hmm. She like, also experienced. She wanted to be the new artist way. She also experienced hauntings in 16 West 10th Street. So right okay. next door where she lived in the 1950s before moving to the Twain house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, was it left over? Do they follow her there? Were they already there? Leftover, Are they different? Overflow, they don't know. Overflow? The house has been visited by multiple paranormal investigators who claimed to have sensed the presence of a lady in white, mm-hmm. a young child and a gray cat. Interesting. Feline ghost. Yes. This one's adorable. Now. Okay. This is what happened to make this residence famous it put it on the map okay so and before it was just like jv style haunting like yeah mark twain very cool still we're, we're it's going, new york city there's ghosts everywhere baby i don't know if the hauntings play into this at all okay some say that it has okay but this is where we go into full-on mm. true crime mode i mm. mean we're going mm. full on i mean we're yes we're going into New York City, yes. 1987, oh, which baby. is perfect. Ooh, crime mama. is Ooh. crime is 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 like it's so t- terrible and yeah. awful. But it really, I mean, it hit like a lot of different apexes mm-hmm. in the 80s. New York City. I mean, the economy was like it's be- you know it's better, it's worse. I don't mm-hmm. know. Where's you know Reaganomics trickle down economics, mm-hmm. which was great. Everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone benefited from that. Everyone loved it. They thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a really great time, mm-hmm. except for people who were Everybody. not rich. Were Literally, not rich. most people. Now, I'm familiar with this not by the the gentleman, but by his wife in this mm. because her name. I was like, I remember this name. But this is going to be a little story about Joel Steinberg. Joel Steinberg was a criminal defense attorney, Mm -hmm. successful, Mm -hmm. you know. He was accused of murdering and was convicted of manslaughter in the December, uh, November 2nd, 1987 death of six-year-old girl Elizabeth Lisa was her nickname. I don't know okay. why they got that. This is and another name. With another uh, name. he and his living partner, what wasn't his wife, had a Nussbaum. That's how. Yes. Do you know? Okay, yes, so okay, yes, there yes. we go. Okay, because I was like, I know his name, and I was like, 
it's all clicking. This yes. is horrible. This is this is horrifying. This is really this is pretty unrelenting. This it's, becomes it becomes very dark. You will be angry. Yeah, at you this. are not gonna like. After this, you're not gonna want to like talk to people. No, maybe. this is not. You're uh, not gonna. This is bad. Yeah. This is this is this is a bad mm-hmm. one. You know, and I try to put myself. Like what is, you know, a criminal defense attorney Mm -hmm. in the, you know, kind of late, get into the late 80s, Mm -hmm. power, money, stress, Mm -hmm. New York City, drugs, Mm. which are running, you know, crack cocaine is filled with cocaine. Crack is, is, you know, Mm -hmm. becoming or is already an epidemic. And this all makes for a nice, a, a nice cocktail of crime. So the thing is, this was their adopted daughter, but- he they were not their rightful adoptive parents of Lisa mm-hmm. because the mother was like, hey, I'm going to pay you money as an attorney. Yeah. To find like a, they wanted like a nice Roman Catholic mm-hmm. family to yeah. adopt her. Wholesome. Pocketed the money and just kept her. Yeah. Like we're already starting off in a really disturbing dark place. Just was like, oh, well, you know, we like almost like an accessory. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I need to have a kid. I mean, I need to. And this woman was like, here, can you find a good home? He's like, yeah, I'm an attorney. And he's like, why don't I just, why don't I just keep, keep her? her? We don't have any kids running around here. Right. For good reason. Yeah. For great reason. For very good reason. He was accused of striking her in the head. Mm-hmm. It's going to I could read you all the details, but striking her in the head mm-hmm. in a crack drug fueled rampage because yeah. he was a, a freebasing. Yeah, he would come and go from the house mm-hmm. freebasing allegedly or whatever, probably did abusing had a nuss bomb mm-hmm. who was had her own things going on. Yeah. Oh, boy. the story of also her and her what is what is her level of responsibility or her mm-hmm. level of criminality yeah. in this is has been debated and Definitely. is still debatable yeah and depending I- on who you ask you know there's articles like are we ready to forgive head and nuss bomb mm-hmm. and that's really depending on you know what you, you, where what, you stand what where you stand Absolutely. who you are so he hit lisa who was freebasing came home he would come and go from the house a lot mm-hmm score whatever he was doing hit lisa for whatever whatever reason mm-hmm. and was gone and head and us bomb was there for 10 hours mm-hmm. didn't do anything nothing yeah did nothing this is this is the part of it where i'm like in those 10 hours like what it's all it's like the lululemon thing where it's like there's this amount of time where someone who's dying is sitting with someone who's not dying what happened so i try to put myself in the place of for a second, like what that must be like. And mm-hmm. I can't pretend to imagine. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is think like, well, why wouldn't somebody do something? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to assume it's because not be, I'm going to assume I'm going to take the fact that you're like you're enjoying this out of it. Yeah. I'm just I'm just going to take that out of it. I'm going to say is it's fear, because mm-hmm. if you have to say, you know, hello, 911. Yeah. My adoptive daughter is here and she is dying. You have to answer questions. Yeah. You have to answer to somebody. You have to answer to somebody and, you know, and you feel the guilt, the shame, the fear, the repercussions. Absolutely. You know, even though you're. It makes it real, even though it's obviously real. But it makes it. I think when other people are involved, especially in an abusive home like this, like with any abusive home, it's like bringing people in illuminates exactly what's happening. And it is not good. So and if not, if if Head and Us Bomb was like had done something, Mm -hmm. the girl would be alive. 
Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it's not like, you know, well, she got hit got decapitated. Yeah. That's, okay. It's obviously like it's nothing done, you can do. No. Someone is dying next to you. Like yes. someone is slowly in a, a room with someone you're supposed to be taking care of as an adult woman. A child is dying and you just sit there. Yep. And again, we don't know what happened. Like there's so many things we can talk about with like their dynamic, the abuse, et cetera. But oh my God, like the horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we due for a, a break? I feel like. Uh, yeah. How about we take a break? Give yourself like a nice deep breath. Yeah. Take a couple of deep cleansing breaths. And we'll be back shortly. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And we are back. Mm -hmm. We have a Patreon. I'm just going to get it out. I I want to get back into this. But we uh, bonus episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. It helps us. We are editing. We outsource. Yeah. And we also you know, have bonus episodes you can mm-hmm. listen to. They're there right now. You can listen to all of them. And it, yeah. plus it just helps us. We're submitting to some festivals and we have other costs. Yeah. So if you want to help and, you know, if you're just like, I just want to help support this podcast, that's where the, that's where the money, that's where the, the $2 a month is going yeah. or the really $1 or the 50 cent or five, whatever exactly. you feel like there's no, there's no pressure sure to do it. But they, uh, we are, there are bonus episodes if you're like, I ran out of episodes. Mm-hmm. But after this episode, you only have to wait till Friday mm-hmm. for another one because right. we have Fail Friday. Oh, it's going to be so faily. Yeah, it's going to be, Fail-less. it's going to be, it'll start your weekend off right or wrong, depending yeah, on how. Exactly. Uh, and you're going to need it. I mean, after this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to get a little lighter. Yeah. On and, Friday. and if you want to rate and review on iTunes mm-hmm. or CastBox, it, it helps us out because really we're, we're at a 4.0. Not bad. Yeah, that's um, straight A's. That's. Yeah, it's a straight A minuses, B pluses, <laughs> uh, but it helps if you, you know, and it, 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 we appreciate it for better or for worse. We appreciate you you taking the time and, and if you giving us your opinion and you can also message us on Instagram, which is yeah. ghost town pod. Yes, please message us. We love hearing from you guys. We love suggestions. We love feedback. We love your experiences of places that we talk about, especially this place that we're talking about right now. I think a lot of people that I know live pretty close to there. I think yeah. it still exists. It still, it, mm-hmm. it, it exists and we're going to get back into it. Ugh. I okay. know, but I, we need episodes like this. Like yeah. This is where we're telling you how it is, this you know, is, yeah. and, and it's part of, you know, the vast scope of what we cover, you know? Well, and, and this, I think is one of those cases that 
with the news cycle, you know, because we I think we obviously we take it for granted. But the 24 hour news cycle is it wasn't always there. No, but it's been around for a long enough time. And this is one of those cases that really hit the news cycle kind of early on where mm-hmm. people were following it up and covering it up. And then there was the court cases were being mm-hmm. followed. So this is definitely a, a predecessor of a lot of things that we see and take for granted for watching a documentary. Yeah, definitely. Or, or whatever. So, you know, back then, like you had to like, you know, wait to the seven o'clock news or, yeah. or you know, 11 o'clock news or for updates. Yeah. Or like and now we have paper the next day and it might not even be reported adequately, really. Yeah. In, in, in a timely way or, mm-hmm. you know, so, there's no social media. And, you know, I, I re, you know, this is the kind of case that I remember because the name Hedda Nussbaum was, mm-hmm. it's a name that you, you remember. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's like very kind of stereotypical or it's mm-hmm. very New York. Yeah, uh, very and, New York. It's also like, she is the great, you know, like we don't know. She was, we'll, we'll talk about her role really. Yeah. So their, I say adoptive daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I not so technically. It's like uh, just for for information purposes, died at Saint Vincent Hospital after being removed from life support on November fourth, nineteen eighty seven. Three days after being transported from the apartment, the the house of death, mm-hmm. uh, as has been titled. They also Mitchell was also a younger, another child adopted by Steinberg, who was eighteen months old at the time of Lisa's death, mm-hmm. and uh, Steinberg's partner had a Nussbaum. Both the boy and Nussbaum showed sign of physical abuse, mm-hmm. and Nussbaum bombs uh, battered unkept appears so it was a little yeah. bit of mental there's yeah this is a mental i remember too some details of it being just like like all of these bruises and like yeah the house being like gro- gross. Gro- yes no yeah because you think like oh well this you know defense attorneys mm-hmm. living in you know, yeah, hot shot. Yeah, yeah hot shot and probably you know a lot of the money was going towards whatever was going towards but a lot of it was drugs and mm-hmm. you know a very addict you know what i mean like yeah. a daily by daily i don't mean once daily i mean yeah, it's just like it's a, just constant, a constant yeah mm-hmm. and that's kind of when that is the number one thing things yeah. like health and uh, yeah. being things kept up or go, go by the yeah. go by the wayside in exchange for her testimony against Steinberg, Nussbaum was not prosecuted. But so technically, it's like, yes, Steinberg hit her, mm-hmm. but Nussbaum's neglect is what l- killed her. Led to her death. That's, well, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I like. That's what's being put out there. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of what we were just talking about before we started recording this with I Love You Now Die. If you guys have seen that documentary, it's really like, who is at fault when all of these things precipitate a tragedy? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. At Steinberg's trial, his defense said that Nussbaum's extensive injuries, which include severe damage to the face, Mm -hmm. permanent spinal damage, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't, that didn't limit her from moving and walking. It Mm -hmm. didn't keep her like reclusive or anything like that. It resulted from a consensual sadomasochistic relationship between Mm -hmm. the two. So yeah, I don't know. I can't speak for the codependency on that level. Her attorneys claimed that remaining with him while he beat her was a sign of battered woman syndrome. Mm -hmm. Stockholm, some kind of yeah, syndrome. It's like it's also like an abusive relate, like a pretty big benchmark of an abusive relationship. Yeah, is yeah. The codependency. Pre- pretty, yeah. Not that's not new. Yeah, you know that's not not hard to believe. It's, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any real conspiracy with that. They were unable to convict Steinberg on the most serious charge of second degree murder in New York State. In New York State at the time, first degree only applied to those who killed police officers or committed wow. murder while already serving a sentence for previous murder, which is. Mm-hmm. That's, That's specific and seems like it wouldn't. Yeah. So pretty much second degree murder is it's going to start at second degree. Yeah. For the most case, because yeah. those are pretty kind of 
extenuating circumstances. The jury has convicted him of the second most serious charge, first degree manslaughter. So now we're going into manslaughter, okay. and but that's first degree. Yeah. Then the, he was sentenced to the maximum of that time, eight and a third to 25 years in prison. On two occasions, he was denied parole, mainly because he never expressed remorse. That's the big thing about him. He never. Yeah. This guy is like a legit horrible just horrible a bad like, and i don't know if it's if it's the personality plus the effect on drugs mm-hmm. or it's just narcissism yeah you know or it's just you don't want to admit that i don't know whatever the case may be because it's it and I, maybe he you're so narcissistic that you're like well if i don't ever admit to it i'll never publicly because i'm sure he was like i was a defense attorney which has got to really got to yeah. burn when you're sitting there yeah on the other side on the other the table, side you know? I, and i feel like you know and, and i don't know if his personality you know kind of precipitated it or it was the drugs or both or it's just like either way this is the kind of guy he was but regardless never ex- express remorse yeah and that's again what makes Hedda Nussbaum yeah. more interesting because she was really this gray area whereas She's, he was yeah. just like a trashy trashy horrible disgusting yeah human he did on June 30th 2004 he was paroled under the state's good time law Mm-hmm. which mandates the release of inmates who exhibit good behavior while incarcerated after serving as little as two thirds, the God. maximum said, yeah, yeah. He, in, you know, in spite of his good behavior, he spent most of his imprisonment at New York state's supermax prison, the mm-hmm. Southport correctional facility, presumably prevent him from being attacked by other inmates. If you're in supermax, you're like, yeah, that's like, you're a terror, you're a terrorist, you're a domestic terror, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're a serial killer. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like general population. Yeah. And that wasn't because of him. It's because he's so reviled. Yeah. That he's the, in danger. So he needs to be protected. By yes. Uh, yeah. So that's why he's mm-hmm. in the, the, the stronger prison. Yeah. After his release, he moved to Harlem. He kind of like tried working in construction. Mm-hmm. He was you know, a disgraced, disbarred lawyer. Of course. Trying to get work doing like kind of legal work, like kind of you yeah. know, off the book, because I mean, I, I mean, I guess freelance paralegaling, whatever he could, which is, you know, he really can't technically give out. Adv- I don't know yeah. where that puts you as far as if you're a yeah, you're legit consultant not on, not yeah. bar, on the bar. So, the, you know, the New York Post had uh, kind of like a somewhat of an update, but he is pariah. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. And, and yeah, has not changed. So. It's not like he went on to he's a pariah. He has been known to hit up strangers for cigarettes and Wi-Fi connections. Well, I mean, that, that's, it's tough out there. Yeah. I mean, you, Starbucks, you can't hit up all the Starbucks at once. No. You got to rotate, get some Wi-Fi. He will shuffle around corner to ask the neighborhood produce vendor for handouts of rotting fruit and vegetables so he can use God. it as fertilizer on the garden outside his ground floor apartment. God, apartment again. There's a quote from him. You have to remember I'm a pariah. So it's not that easy for me. Yeah. You want empathy? Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if you go out there and put a picture of me in the paper, mm-hmm. I can't take a subway for two weeks because some fat person what? will decide to say, I know you. You're a piece of SH. It's edited like, out here. I will not swear. And then I turn around and he punches me in the F King nose. I don't know why it's some. The thing is, he's like now fat shaming. Yeah. Like that's. It's an interesting. It's like, how about you just give a quote? Without uh, being yeah. awful. You can't stop being awful? Okay, keep being It gets awful. worse. It, okay. gets, yep. it, gets, it gets worse. On the 30th anniversary of, of Lisa's death, he remains remorseless, denying any guilt for any of her life. Here's his quote. Are you ready? Yeah. What did she die of? She died of pulling the plug, he said. Yeah, but referring to Somebody getting taken off license. Somebody punched this guy in the nose till he has no nose and oh, he bleeds uh, out. You, you, I don't care what your weight is. 
he even claims that he can he can't come to grips with Lisa's death because it's just too painful for him. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. One of the things I do, and instead of suppressing the memory, is I keep the memory alive. Oh, good. And what I notice, and what people have pointed out to me, I speak as if Lisa were alive. I don't accept her loss. I don't accept it as a loss. I accept it as a memory. Oh, what a choice that you got to make. What a beautiful yeah. choice that you had a decision to make in your life that you get to live. He was asked if he had anything he wished to say to Lisa. And he answered in this kind of cold, sarcastic tone. He would say to Lisa, this would be this. This is a quote. Yeah, I'd never kill you again. And I'd never beat you up every day. And I'd never make you a torture tot in a house of horror. That's something he said during a 1997 parole hearing. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. And a little on Head and Nussbaum because she's a separate case. Yeah. Okay. So Head and Nussbaum didn't notify authorities according to her at one at one side mm-hmm. because Steinberg had supernatural healing powers. So she was like, oh, idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll just use his supernatural healing powers. What's also interesting about her is you look at pictures of her. She, uh, and I sent you that picture. She's had, I think, a decent amount of plastic surgery. And I don't know if that's part of her wanting to change how she looks for whatever reason, or it's Mm -hmm. part of her. She's obviously a victim, but also where do you, where do you stop being a victim and you have to like do something about it, which, because he would like come and go from the house, but it's not like he would, be back every five minutes. Yeah. He was gone for, it was 10 hours. This. this is the thing too. It's like, fine, you can be tortured by your part. Like when the fact that she was also the guardian of two other children, it's like, no, you can't. Yeah. You so can't. she, and you know, I mean, what's her involvement with drugs? Probably, probably some, yes, probably, probably some. probably some was, you know, who knows what, how she felt in that situation. Mm-hmm. But when the cops show up yeah. and now you're getting hauled off, then you're like, wait a minute, here's, Oh, mm-hmm. hold on. I'm a, a prisoner here, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if the cops never showed up, like wh- where would it end? It would, yeah. it would never end. I mean, yeah. Yeah, eventually, you know, the, they, you know, they took her to the hospital and it was t- too little too late. But I mean, I don't know, would he die of a, I mean, obviously he is still alive now, Yeah. you know, not, not flourishing, but he's really no worse for the wear. So mm-hmm. obviously, I don't know, obviously when you get, you know, when you go to Supermax, you're not doing crack or mm-hmm. you're not doing cocaine anymore. Yeah. So he survived that and they both you know, survived that. I think she has maybe a, you know what I mean? Like when you yeah, have like a book a and I understand yeah. that, like you have a book and maybe you got to pay some debts and stuff like that. But the fact that you're like profiting off of this trip, making a buck off, yeah, is, is yeah. Unless all the money is going to, yeah, you to know, recuperate. Use yeah. Yeah. Recuperate because, you know, so, you know, you listen to a lot of these things that it's like, you have to now pay, you know, any reparations, you have to pay back you know people to recoup their losses that you Mm -hmm. took from them but you're in prison or you're not allowed to work so how do you make that money and a lot of times so if that's the case great i don't care how it Mm -hmm. gets there and if it's interesting and entertaining for people or they want to know who am i to say Mm -hmm. no to that but it's like when you're making a buck off of um yeah you know it's deplorable it's it's it's, disgusting if you're making like a prof like a profit Mm -hmm. off it is 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 pretty rough but if you want to see pictures of Head and Usbaum, she just, yeah, I don't know what, what is going on with her, but she, you know, her name will be even more, because I feel like I've known Joel Steinberg. I was like, mm-hmm. I probably have known 10 Joel Steinbergs, yeah. but Head and Usbaum, like you are yeah. not. That's the name of a time and a place. Yeah. That place is New York City. City. And that age is the 80s. And the house is the house of death.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.